I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry for my for my throat apparently, because that'll be thrashed later on if I keep talking. But then again, everyone, well, it's Friday. I have no job and I ain't got shit to do. Wait a minute, this is wait, it's actually it's Friday. <laughs> Good yeah. lord. Uh, and we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 163, with uh, Miss Carissa Grant, actually. And she is going to come and yell at me the entire episode about how <laughs> terrible I am for being literally basically a minute late because women love <laughs> men who are fashionably late. That's what my mom told me, actually. I could be wrong, <laughs> actually. I'm always on time, but... I'm also, I'm dyslexic, and for some reason, that's part of it. I don't know how, but it is. <laughs> it, that was one of the traits, always on time. Like, not a minute early, not a minute late. I'm always on time. I'm like, okay. Okay. So, since you're new here, uh, tell the audience something about yourself you would like them to know right at the gate, outside of the other thing you just said. <laughs> um, I started writing because of Resident Evil 2 and mm -hmm. role-playing as Claire Redfield for 15 years. And uh, that's where I wrote the story as a role player. As a role player. Okay. So yeah. let's start with your uh, origin story. So um, did you have a good life growing up or hardish life, easy, middle-class life? Um, Pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, um, my brother was a pain in the ass, but um, mm -hmm. he actually got me into comics. He took me to the first comic book store and I fell in love with Ghost Rider. And, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. That's an interesting character to fall in love with, actually. Yeah, I don't know what it was about him. He just looked awesome. I love skeletons, mm -hmm. and he was on fire with a leather jacket and a motorcycle. <laughs> so I, I could not uh, resist that. And hey, Pops, mm. um, could not resist that. Uh, so... Yeah. She's lying to us, guys. She liked it because he was a bad boy. He was wearing the leather jacket, skull and flames. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love him. Uh, oh. And then Spirit of Vengeance came out, and it just made it even better. So... So you did you like the live action movies based on Ghost Rider? They're all right. <laughs> that second one was really bad. I remember I mean, watching it. I don't think I watched the second one. Or if I did, it's wiped from my memory. I cannot remember. That's probably when. a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It was that bad. That movie was terrible. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how he could screw that up so bad. He loved Ghost Rider so much that they had right. to cover up his Ghost Rider tattoo. Like, how do you mm -hmm. not make a good Ghost Rider movie when you like <laughs> love it that much? But uh, yeah, that first one when it came out, if you understand, when superhero movies came out back in the day, like this, depending on who was behind it, whatever studio and director and like writer or producer, you'd either get like some of the best things ever created or some of the most jankest shit ever created. Yeah. Now, nowadays people complain about them being too much, but it's like, I remember years where you didn't even get a superhero movie. You'd yep. be lucky if you even heard there was one even like in production. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's like every uh, three times a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause guys, this year we had what? Uh, Aquaman, not Aquaman. Well, yeah, we're going to have Aquaman two, but we're going to have Aquaman two, the Marvels, Ant-Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, they were have a Into the Spider-Verse, Shazam 2. So that's like six superhero movies a year, just this I, year alone. I have not watched any this year. I do plan to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm -hmm. That is actually one of my favorites. Um, but I have not watched it yet. I, I plan to. But uh, mm -hmm. are any, were any of them worth watching? Or uh, Out of this year? Uh, yeah. Outside of Into the Spider-Verse 2. That was, I think that that's the best one for this year. I saw Quantumania. That was terrible. I saw I Shazam 2. That. that was not good. I love the first Shazam movie. I, I absolutely adore that first movie. But that second one is, yeah, that's not it. And I should have known it was not going to be good when it featured Rachel Zegler, the greatest actress of all time, obviously. Oh, man. Not her. Man. That, you, know, that, you know what's crazy? is She is so pretty. But the, the problem here with girls like that is, like, they're so pretty yet they're so so liberal and stupid and yeah, you're like crap pretty, but she's not prettier than the evil queen so yeah. <laughs> why is the evil queen jealous of her um, <laughs> didn't get that um, no it just yeah. sucks because like women that are, it's usually always women that are attractive that are that stupid you're like god <laughs> damn my husband, my husband goes around saying weird weird all the time like <laughs> yeah, i don't even hear her anymore um but yeah she's crazy she's crazy yeah uh, and then banned from another movie like two days ago. That's actually pretty good. That might be yeah. a good thing for her. Actually, yeah, getting fired from the Snow White sequel, and the Snow White movie hasn't even come out yet. I'm like, 
Why mm-hmm. are you even making? Why, just don't release it. Like just, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let well, your non, you know, dwarf movie go. <laughs> it's really weird because, like, crazy in my life, I've actually seen all the live action Snow White movies in theaters. It did it. It happened so. I remember I, I watched Mirror Mirror. That was actually I actually liked that one. I watched Snow White and the Huntsman. I watched the one with Kristen Stewart. I watched the sequel to it. I like the sequel. <laughs> I watched the. Uh, I watched the original animated one. I, I've randomly seen all of these in theaters, and I thought to myself, she's going to have hers. Without. If the Christian Stewart one can have it with dwarves, actual small people, I know they can do it. But, you know, people say the original is outdated. The, um, what's the guy from Lord of the uh, Rings? The guy from Game of Thrones, he said that he said a line that said uh, Disney should be more progressive, more progressive and not have dwarves as their dwarves. Uh, and that's why they did it. They wrote back to him and said, uh, yeah, okay, we won't do that. I'm like, but then you like you can't win. Like mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings was awesome. They but they made you know tall people short for hobbits. Right. Um, and you know, of course, some people got upset with that. Mm-hmm. Uh then they said you can't have dwarves in the movie because I don't know, you're paying them. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh so Willy Wonka has the they shrunk down Hugh Grant. Um, and then they got mad at that. So yeah. <laughs> you really can't win. <laughs> Um, but how do you take dwarves out of some? How do you take out the character that's in the title? Well, then again, Snow White has skin as white as snow. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, they they're batting a thousand over there. So, well, you know, it's crazy. I never thought when I like we we would joke about this like around friends. It's like yeah, it'd be kind of funny if they like I don't know casted a black girl as Snow White or a Mexican as Snow White. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. They actually did it. That. If you said this to people back in the day, they would just laugh because that just sounds so stupid, right? Actually casting a character with pure as white as snow skin, a Puerto Rican. That's you know crazy. What's kind of funny is there actually is a black princess and they have mm-hmm. not done it yet. <laughs> princess and the frog. They haven't done it yet. Like, yeah. Do you think that they would, but they want to, they want to do every other movie with it. And, um, Okay. <laughs> They should like, have more like they were debating about that. Like they were saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're doing the race swapping, but nobody wants it because have original characters. Why are, why are you just race swapping everything? Mm-hmm. Um, and in The Little Mermaid, there was a black mermaid there. I didn't see it. It's the show. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But uh, apparently it is. Um, but I thought out of all of them, I thought that Snow White would be, um, mm-hmm. you know. It's literally her name, but uh, guess not. <laughs> but she's also she's also horrible. I mean, maybe maybe if she was super super you know sweet and we're like really pretty and and what maybe. But she's awful. She's an awful person. Um, and then uh, I don't know if you know this, but the um, Lilo and Stitch, they're actually Hawaiian, and there's a fight because they're too white. But they're, they're Hawaiian born. They were born and raised in Hawaii. They just weren't dark enough for them. So, yeah. Oh, well. Well, you know what's crazy? It's like, since they race swapped Ariel and they race swapped um, fuck, Snow White. So, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now, guys. They're not going to be consistent when it comes to uh, the girl from Princess and the Frog. She will be black. Okay? Because you'd think like, okay, if you're going to be diverse then why can't the girl from princess and the frog be any other race but black then because then isn't that fair you know that's not gonna happen no we know yeah we we quite know that's not gonna happen they're like oh yeah we wanted to make sure the integrity of the character was kept go go (laughs) fuck off with all that yeah christ no that's not gonna happen did they do was ariel the first one i was trying to think of there was another one but maybe ariel was the first one no i think isn't there okay so any of these live actions that people talk about i I, I'm being honest with people. I didn't. The reason why I didn't check them oh, out is because I saw the trailers Peter Pan. and I. Oh yeah, yeah. Peter. Oh yeah. They waited. Wendy. Not, you went the Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is Tinkerbell, black. Tinkerbell, and he's yeah. not white either. I don't know what he is. Peter Pan. He's something. Was he is Jamaican? He, yeah, he's something. And then, they're the Lost Boys had girls. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But they had two girls in it, and she's like, "You're not boys." And then they're like, "So, okay." okay. So, like, I told people, the reason why I didn't watch any of the live-action ones outside of, like, The Lion King was because I saw the... The same movie. (laughs) I saw the trailers, and I was like, this is just bad. 
This yeah. is just all bad. For, yeah. In The Lion King, I remember there's a song they specifically sing in the nighttime, and they sang it in the daytime, and it just took all the meaning away. I was like, this is trash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see, I saw The Lion King. Um, I saw Aladdin. Um, like Aladdin was my favorite back in the day. Um, the Aladdin and Robin Hood were my two favorites. Um, they haven't ruined Robin Hood yet, but I'm sure it's coming. I don't know what they'll be. They might be bears or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, I don't think they'd make them people, right? I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> they already have Robin Hood movies, so. Well, they made a new Robin Hood show. Ugh. They did? They did. Yeah, it was black people. Yeah, because that's going to really wrangle people. Really? Yeah, not even kidding. Robin Hood's a black girl. I'm not even. I did this... not know that. Wait, you can't she's, make this up. She's black and and a girl? Yes. Robin? Yeah. Wow. Wow. They, they can't stop themselves at this point. Is she, is she not, it, oh, I was like, is she non binary? Because that would just complete the trifecta of like what they need. Well, it was right? weird. There was a Transformers comic book that was talking about pronouns, and I'm starting going like, why? Why would that even what? be in a book? Yeah, it, was, it got a, a lot of controversy because pro, trans. There was a certain Transformers comic book, and there was, there was a panel, then they had dialogue, and they're talking about pronouns. I'm sitting there going like, even if you wanted to push this crap, robots have no gender. They, by definition, are non-binary. They don't even have feelings. I don't know how that can be possible. That actually fits right because they have binary code. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what? How would they be a she or he? That they have yeah. no gender or sex because they're machines. I yeah <sighs> yeah I never thought of that. I used to love the cartoons. Man, I was I was raised in the eighties, so I had the best cartoons. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for today. <laughs> yeah, we were we were uh, reminiscing a little bit, and we're like, what do the kids have for like cartoons or like shows now? Because all they have now is just TikTok and iPads and tablets, and it's like crap. Holy Do they shit. have Saturday morning cartoons anymore? No, right? I don't have TV, so I don't. Well, the <laughs> issue here is they they exist. The problem here is that they're you know, ugh. yeah, you have to like basically scour for them. And the ones that we used to watch, either they're just playing reruns on like Pluto TV or like Tubi, or you just or they're they're just not there. Yeah, <laughs> or they're playing some newer age crap that I wouldn't check out even if it falls on my dying breath. Actually, man, I mean, some of them have the worst art on the planet, the worst stories. Um, I just, yeah, I feel so bad for today's everyone, <laughs> but um, today's kids, man, they got nothing good to watch. I used to love say Super Friends and Gummy Bears and Smurfs and uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Transformers. Voltron, I had it all. I had all the best stuff. See, you grew up in the eighties, and what else did you do? Actually, so teenage um, after that, college years. Did you go to college? Actually, I have my bachelor's in criminal justice. Criminal um, justice. Was... You, you can beat me up. Holy shit! <laughs> um, I'm yeah, kind of scared that... now. I want to get arrested. <laughs> A black guy getting arrested. Couldn't be more stereotypical than that. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I went to college. Um, I kept changing my major like a thousand times. Um, and then I finally just switched to that one so I could do it fast. And I actually wound up doing a nine month accelerated bachelor's degree. (laughs) So it was like nine credit courses, um, papers due every Saturday. It was, it was hell, but I only had to put up with it for nine months. So it was all right. So when you criminal justice, so what type of criminal justice were you like uh, someone who was in a police precinct or you're someone that was kind of like, uh, there's a lot of them. You could, you'd be in a, you can be where work in jails actually. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't actually use any of it, but I was originally <laughs> going, yeah, I just went to get it cause it was fast and I wanted to get a degree. Okay. Um, just like now it's pointless, but I didn't pay for it. My job mm-hmm. paid for it. So uh, they mm-hmm. changed that rule after I got it though. Cause it now it has to be, related to your job <laughs> but i'm oh, like okay. uh and every every interview i went to why criminal justice i like true crime hmm. um but uh, i originally wanted to go for like forensics because i liked csi oh um, okay yeah but unfortunately i had a really 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 good job back in the mm-hmm. day and um i had golden handcuffs they used to say because i couldn't leave it because it paid too much but i hated it 
Um, and the only way to do forensics was to do biology and chemistry. And in not one school in my entire state did night classes. You had mm -hmm. to quit. So I wasn't going to quit my job um, that was paying for my college mm -hmm. to get forensics. So I did uh, I did criminal justice and then a certificate in forensics. And then I never used any of it. So that's that's just the typical college thing or university thing is going there, getting it and realizing, hey, I just didn't want to do this at all. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It was absolutely not. Well, it it did get me a promotion because you had to uh, mm -hmm. have a degree. No. Like why? It had nothing to do with my job. Like absolutely nothing. I, I worked in a pharmaceutical company. It had nothing to do uh, with criminal justice, but they just had to have the piece of paper. Um, which is why everyone's in debt now because yeah. they went and got that stupid piece of paper um, that does nothing for you. Um, really, high schools should have been trade schools, and they should just eliminate college. Um, and there should be no homework. These are all my stances. Homework is stupid, and it was originally created to punish a classroom, and, and then that was it. It stuck with it. But like, once you're home, I think that's it. You teach the kids at school, and then they go home. Especially over the weekend. Screw that. I never did homework at home, so I'm obviously an advocate. I did it in homeroom class. That was my that was my go-to. Every class before I did the class homework coming up. Um, I did not like to do work. I was a very and still I'm a very lazy person. And, and until unless it comes to this, then I work my ass off. So I, I obviously have the ability yeah. to do it. I just I don't like to do it. <laughs> yeah, my friends would say that too. Like I would watch a bunch of TV shows and movies, or like, oh, you know all the stuff very well, but at school you don't care. I'm like, yeah, I, I could get two shits because I realized early on in school, it's just worthless, you know, yeah. Out, like literally outside of learning, reading, writing, and like doing math and a few other things Basic that are like math. crucial. We don't need algebra. Basic yeah. math should have been enough, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. That's all you need is like the basics they teach you. And at a certain point, you're just doing the motions and that you see, that's the problem with society. Everyone keeps going. And a lot of people pointed this out to me a few years back. And I started really looking everyone, even businesses, they just go through emotions and you kind of question like, why are we doing this? Even they don't know anymore. Cause you're just going through the motions at a certain point, you know, yeah, nobody cares. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. it's gotten better. Like my husband's looking for a job. Cause he was, I, I run my own business and he was working with me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I decided to downsize mostly because I'm, I'm doing comics all the time. So, um, he's going to get a job because he doesn't need to work with me. He needs to get a part-time job because he still does maintenance and stuff and all the trucks mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so fortunately we're in Tennessee and they don't require degrees like most places. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, a lot of places still entry level, you know, he applied for one yesterday. I'm hoping he gets it cause it really likes it. Um, but like entry level, you know, you need a master's degree and 10 years experience. Like how are you supposed to get that? That was always the biggest thing that like, how are you supposed to, so I got really lucky. I mean, I got into the company I got into long ago, uh, cause of my parents. So I'm one of those people. Um, and then I started my own business. Um, and now I pretty much just do that in comics, like all the time. You started um, your own business. Okay. I started my own business. Yep. Yep. So what did you do? What is your business uh, based around? Uh, I am a mobile, uh, pet groomer. You're a mobile pet groomer. So you go house to house and yep. you clean people's dogs and cats. Yep. That's uh, exactly what they, I do. If they have you clean a snake. Not yet. Not yet. But I like snakes. I, and uh, my husband is not. He's actually completely terrified. Of <laughs> uh, we had a snake caught. It actually was caught. Like I thought he was exaggerating because it's really weird to hear a snake get caught. But the yeah. snake, at first it looked like it's tied in a knot. And I was like, I know this isn't a cartoon. So I was like, that can't be it. Uh, but it looked like it was tied in a knot up inside this junk car hood mm -hmm. or or roof or something. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I took a crowbar and I kind of put it in between him and I kind of moved it up. What it was, was his, his body was on a outpiecing metal. So if he moved forward or backwards, he would have sliced mm -hmm. his, his belly open. Ooh. So he was just stuck there and he must've been stuck there for days. Cause he had peed on himself a little bit and he was, you know, whatever. So I got him out and I pulled him in and I swear to you, it looked like this, you know, like a little, Seven feet long. Like it was seven uh, feet long. I have a terrifying. video of it somewhere. Yeah, it was terrifying. That's terrifying. And my husband was taking a video of it. So I have a video of it, but you could see him jump back and get further, further back away because he's terrified. Yeah. So I'm taking this snake out and I'm pulling it out. It's slowly coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a black snake. He's calling every venomous name he knows of snakes. And I was like, no, I don't. I think it's a rat snake. I think we're fine. So he's like, I'm trying to pick it up with the crowbar. And he's like, grab its head. I'm like, you grab its head. I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm ballsy, but not that ballsy. 
So I actually had to keep picking it up because it kept trying to go to the shed. And I know he would never go into that damn shed again. So I had to pick it up and bring it to the woods. Um, and then he tells the damn neighbors. And then like a year later, the neighbors have snakes. And I have to go in there and go to their porch. And it is, I'll never forget this. Uh, they're like, oh, we can't get it to come out. So all I did was tap on it and I go, hey, come out. And it actually came out. So I'm like, okay. so I just grabbed it and pulled it out. But you like, are, you have one. balls of steel. I would not be doing that. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. That is not happening. <laughs> snakes. So huge. I don't have a fear of snakes, but I did learn about them. They're they're like um what I learned about them is they're more like the sharks of land kind of thing. A lot of people yep. fear them for like misconceptions based around like the media and stuff like that. But they're actually like decently harmless for the most part. Like to be fair, like to actually get bit by a snake, you'd have to you actually would have to go up to like them and be in their kind of like territory was what I figured out. Same thing with, 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 I find like snakes and sharks be like the most misunderstood animals based off like media yeah. perceptions and actual, it's not like queer phobia, actual phobias people have of, you know, them. Yeah, like, I can, it's, it's, I they're very similar. You know, there are people are scared of them the same way. Like yeah. people uh, mistakenly get a lot of things wrong about them. Like a lot of people think that one snake is like basically all of them. So you'll see like a normal looking one. They're like all poisonous. Like, no, not all snakes are poisonous, right? It's actually venomous, not poisonous. That's the yeah. number one fact I know. But the yeah. other way you can tell by the shape of their head, if you want to get that close. <laughs> because not, not me. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can tell by their the shape of their mouth because they would have fangs. It, it's got a, a different shape. But um, mm -hmm. I, I generally don't prefer to grab them by the head or go near them. But I do love snakes. Like if I know they're not venomous, I I'm I'm fine around them. But if I don't know, it's kind of like, eh. um, just like I like. I think I they're just freaky looking. Like yeah, yeah. Like I'll be watching. I've seen a few in my life, and the one that I've seen, oh, they're just freaky looking. They're just they have a, like just like sharks. They're just like sharks. They they have this really intimidating, scary look to them. You know, I think they're adorable. I had to stop. What the is other wrong day. with you? I was on my way to groom. And I, I can't say that word anywhere, right? Because that's a I had, it was on my way to pet groom. Um, and uh, I had to stop and get out and move a king snake because it was stretched out across the the mm -hmm. road driveway thing, and I had to get out. Um, the only thing I'll tell you that is incredibly cute, and I, you probably won't think so. I didn't know this existed until I saw it and I had to look it up. There's something called a worm snake, and it's like tiny, it's like Tiny, like tiny but it's the, it looks like a worm but it moves like a snake and i saw it and i thought it was the cutest thing but i was like that is definitely not a worm and yeah it was actually a worm snake so it's really weird there is a snake that i think is really fascinating the egg eating snake and people are like what the hell is that basically it sees when egg? birds lay <laughs> eggs big big ones and the way it satisfies its appetite throughout the year because it, it would have to only eat like a few times a year or like six times a year what? a bird will lay an egg or somebody would lay eggs and it would just eat the egg whole month. That's disgusting. Like what? <laughs> That's all it does is consume eggs. That's it. That's I saw, interesting. I saw yesterday a video of a giant, I'm guessing an anaconda, giant. And it had like a leash on it. I don't know if they got huh. caught in a trap or they mm -hmm. caught it. I don't know why you would keep this thing. It was literally bigger than the house. And its stomach looked like it had a full body in there. That's like it was like a big thing. I'm sure it was probably like a goat or something, but it yeah. looked like it was a human inside of the body. And it was trashing, it tr like thrashing all over the place because it was tied by the neck. And I'm like, what are you doing with this thing? <laughs> Let it go. Unless, or kill it. I mean, two things. You've got two things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was huge. I, I just saw the video yesterday. And my husband's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, it must be an anaconda because I've never seen a python that big. But I, I guess they get big too. So what do I know? But yeah. I told people, uh, if I see ever see a snake, I'm running. I'm just dipping. I'm, I'll be the flash. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. And there was a, if, if you get bit, there was a, a, a hospital bill. We just talked about this. If you get bit, this one guy had a hospital bill of $154,000 just from being bit. Cause I had to get like the antidote and all that. And it, it showed this like just staying in the hospitals. It was 154,000. That is the heat. That is the reason why I have insurance in case I get bit by a damn snake, because I can't imagine spending $154,000 on uh, a snake bite. 
I think that's just ridiculous how you could even charge someone that much. 154000 for yeah, a snake bite? Insurances are a scam. Yeah. Insurances are basically scams. It, yeah. Like, ugh. I never, it's what I wondered in life too. When you buy a car, why can't the car companies just provide the insurances? Why do you have to go yeah. to a different place for the insurance? I've never understood that. That's you know? smart. Why, why couldn't I get a temporary plate without the. It's like, why do you have to go to the DMV to get a license plate? Why can't you just get it at an actual car place? Why can't the cars yeah. just be the dealerships and the license? It's, it's crazy. It's an America thing where you got to split over everything and you got to, everyone got to get a job and all that bullshit. But it's think, things like that where I was like, insurance is such garbage. You oh, know? it's like, a what scam. Is it? I pay $900 a month for me and my husband for insurance because we're, we're, we're self-employed. So you got to pay like the full amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a lot. And my deductible, $17,000. So even if we had to go to the hospital, we have to pay up to $17,000. So I'm pretty much throwing away $900 a month. That's that's our, our health insurance. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that's life, man. That's Ours, mine's is basically as long as I make under a certain amount, I get it technically, you say for free, but nothing's for free ever. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to say even if I get that for free, free is a relative word, how much money and taxes we pay. Yeah. You know, like the, the amount of money and taxes I pay more than makes up for that. And in California, it's potentially moving to twenty dollars for minimum so wage. I'm so sorry, you're in California, <laughs> and I'm in a decent town, California too. We don't have all, all that crazy shit here, but people here are like, it's so bad, you know, yeah. like twenty dollars an hour. That's I think ridiculous. they, I think they want you to leave because they keep making they do, these laws. Yeah. Like, what is the law that you could steal? What is it? Nine under nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like nine hundred something, nine ten. Yeah. Mm -hmm guy had a store and he raised all his prices to the 900 or 1900 whatever and there's a coupon you can get at the counter that lowers it to its original price so if one person if they steal one item they can get it prosecuted but yeah yeah that's actually pretty smart i like that <laughs> yep there was um there was the something that was like there was a murder and he flat out killed him it was like not a like if he if he didn't he got away with it because of some law in California. Um, and I don't remember what it was. It was something really stupid, but it's like, it's like the laws are now for the criminals and where all the rest of us are all screwed. Yeah. It really does feel that way too. Like yeah. it's more like basically the, the criminals in the right for doing the crime. And if you do anything to protect oh, yeah. yourself, then you know, you're the bad guy. It's like, yep. what? It, four people got fired in the last year for doing something against the criminal um one at home depot stopped uh i saw that one yeah yeah i think it was a hostage is that a, i think it was a hostage and there was another hostage and then there was a guy that was like emt and you're not allowed to drive them somewhere but the kid was dying like it was gonna be dead in like 30 minutes so he uh -huh. got in and drove them to the hospital and he got fired because you're not supposed to do that so yeah no so, way really everything's against you yep yep it was the uh he was the um police chief or something like high up and you're not supposed to drive them with it. I think it was fire, not AMT. Yeah, it was fire and he wasn't allowed to drive, but the kid was going to die and the ambulance was like 45 minutes out. So he was like, screw this. Uh, but yeah, he got fired. I, they probably reinstated him by now because people put up a bit, but he did get fired at the time. So. That's ridiculous. That Can you imagine Lawser. getting fired for saving a kid's life? <laughs> Good times. Well, I mean, people are getting prosecuted for saving their own property against criminals. Yes. That's... Yes. Because uh, you said you guys are in what Tennessee, Tennessee right? Tennessee. Or Texas, yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee. How, how, that's what that state usually swings. Swings left, red, doesn't red. it? Red. No, yeah. it's red. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me put it this way: most of the state is red. Nashville. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nashville's conservative. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. It it depends. I mean, we have a lot of people from California moving here, like a lot. They're just mm. trying to get away, and they're coming here. Um. But uh, yeah, it it it's uh, Nashville's a little tricky. <laughs> no, uh, Nashville. I feel so bad for what happened earlier this year with the the mass shooting on that private Christian school, and then you know the yeah. media is like, people are like, "Oh my God, you misgendered this person." It's like, yeah, because that's the first oh, thing we should be yeah. worried about. Yeah, that yeah. one. Oh my God, I was like, yeah. "Fuck that!" That's the first thing we should be worried about. It's misgendering the the mass murderer. Yeah, no, oh, they were pissed. They were pissed. <laughs> 
They're uh, like, yeah, who cares? They killed somebody. You misgendered them, but yeah. So yeah, uh, good times. Good times. Good, <laughs> good old Tennessee. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, well. generally, you know, the media, I was always asked people who live in different states than I do, the media always makes things out to be pretty bad. So generally, how is it out there? Like, it's not as bad if people make it out to be, is it? No, it's it's better where I am. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like Memphis can be tricky. I haven't been to Memphis. I want to go. And everyone says, don't go. It's not safe. I was like, but you know, they have Graceland, (laughs) but, um, supposedly it's not a good place to go. Um, Nashville is up and coming, but, uh, tricky, you know, it it can swing blue or red depending on what day it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall it's not bad. Um, you know, we don't, we have, uh, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty good laws here. Um, they're usually on our side, unlike California that just, they want you to hate them. Um, but yeah, I like it here, you know, uh, but I find it funny cause I'm originally from New York and you know, everyone says New York is the worst drivers, but it's the South. Like it's the South. Like, and my, my theory is, so they're nice all day long. You know, they call you honey and bless your heart and everything. I think they get all their aggression out while they're driving. Like that, that's my thought process. Like when they're driving, they're alone. They don't have to be polite to you. They are like the craziest drivers. Absolutely crazy. And they turn on left here on red. Like not, not by law. They just do it. Like I've seen it at least four times since I've been here. And I'm just like, what? what? Are you guys around on a lot of farms? Uh, I, we do. We do have a lot of farms, but, uh, the city, uh, is, is, you know, not massive. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but we do have farms. I have cows across the street. So. You have cows across the street. <laughs> yeah. Oh my you can God. Hear them, you can hear them mooing. Like it's like, yeah. Yeah. There was a guy up the, a few blocks up the street. He is a, he's got a little, literally just animals over the goats and goats are aggressive. They're little yes. bastards, they're little, they're yes. little shits, aren't they? Yeah, I yes. thought they were like the sweetest thing ever. No, they're those things are bastards. They're escape artists. We had some. We have a donkey. Not it's not my donkeys, but our street have donkeys on the bottom, mm-hmm. like like the house over, and they had goats originally, and they escaped all the time. Like uh. they actually had donkeys to protect the goats, but the goats kept sneaking out, and and you know, so it was not me. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, the one thing they should have is chickens. Now that now they just have donkeys. They've got uh, <sighs> Romeo and Juliet donkey and two other donkeys. I wish so, I could have that like Clark Kent farm life where you take care of the farm. Like, yeah. But that's all just in the take care of animals like that is a oh, big, big responsibility. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm good. Especially now, there's a lot of laws and taxes that are against farming, mostly because Bill Gates bought them all. So, oh. <laughs> so you, 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 you were into comics gun ghostwriter and now you're married you're you have your own business you're white uh, (laughs) in america so that there's already three strikes against you successful white and you like comic books okay and you're a girl it's almost like this this place is for us us nerd us nerd men you know you girls like cramp our style you know (laughs) yeah so what made you leave or stop buying mainstream comic books actually um i i stopped buying a long time ago um it what just, year do you remember probably the end of the night the beginning of the 2000s it was i did not also after uh, the crash oh, okay that's a long yeah. time ago this 20, yeah, it's 2000 a lo- yeah i'm old it's a long time ago um it started <laughs> it started becoming not that it wasn't commercial but very commercial like i think i i think i stopped during the second midnight suns where it was like a 40 crossover thing and i'm like i'm not getting all those and and instead of just skipping that i just stopped buying them um so i have them all i have all my my ghostwriters from the 90s but uh yeah that was it and then uh when i got into indie comics uh i wasn't into them until i got into i didn't even know they existed until i got into them um and now that's all i buy uh is indie comics so i think they're better they're they're more passionate um people care more um and in some instances, I think the art is way better because I just don't see mainstream caring as much as they used to. Like I see some artists that I've hired for covers that are like, oh, they worked at Marvel in DC and the art is not good. I'm like, and they're charging like $1,500. Like, no. <laughs> they're charging about like 
we we try to look into how much it would take to make a book. So maybe my friend had an idea. We want to make a comic book. We are writing out stories like that. And I'm like, hey man, I'm not learning how to draw. We're gonna pay someone. He was like, dude, that's a lot of money. I was like, I was like, he he's lying. There's no way. I looked at rates. I was like, yep, <laughs> no, <And if laughs> different idea. In higher and a lot of artists. I'm gonna say a lot, not all, mm-hmm. but a lot of artists are just. Mine's amazing, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are just like, pay this, and I'm not gonna work with you on it. And I get it. It's hard work. And if they have experience, that's great too. But writers don't get paid. And this is my seventh book. And I ha- this is technically my 10th book. And I haven't gotten, I don't get any money. This is all out of pocket for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Kickstarter helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's starting to help more. But um, yeah, pretty much I've paid everything out of pocket. And um, I do it because I want the comic made. You know, I don't think it's ever going to be, I mean, it could be big. It's a great story. It's got great world building uh it's got great fans um but it's very hard to get out there you know there's so many comics there's so many create amazing creators out there um but yeah it's an expensive expensive thing to do um and you know the artist gets paid and and we don't um unless you get big <laughs> you know so but uh so i ask you you know because you've been doing it how, so let's start here how long have you been doing this for one year tuesday <laughs> So you've been doing this for an entire year, just just a year. Okay, yeah, so you started doing this last year. Okay, okay. So what would be something that you would do better now than you knew then, actually? um, You mean if I started now? Or? Yeah, yeah. So like looking back after a year of experience, you know, now you're a veteran now. You're, you've been into the trenches. Yeah. What would you do differently now compared to then? Okay, I'll tell you the number one thing that I mm-hmm. would do. So when I was looking for artists, I spent thousands trying to find artists and no one could do the um, art that I liked. I want them to look a certain way and no one could do it. Some of them were amazing. Some of them scammed me, but some of them were just amazing and didn't fit my characters. So originally I spent thousands on getting character designs. It Do not get character designs. What you do is you give them a script and have them do a page from your comic. And I didn't discover that until like the very end of it, because what happens is I'd pay for some reason it's double for a character design, which is really weird because you, they still have to design it for the page. <laughs> There's just, you have to design it. Um, but it would be double the price for a character design. Mm-hmm. And then you pay them for a page to be like, Oh, that looks good. Now do a page and they can't do a good layout or the characters no longer look like what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so the best thing I discovered course at the end was have them do a page from your script and then you know what your characters look like and you know they could do layouts and you know they could do anatomy and and you know make everything look good um so that was i would have saved thousands if i had done that so. when you say you spend thousands i feel so bad how much thousands are we talking about uh full uh i've spent over sixty thousand since i started yeah and and i had two artists one stole five grand for me and one I wasted four grand on. So nine grand, my very first two artists uh, was a waste. Nine grand. Where did you even um, find these people? Uh, Facebook and Paul, Reddit. Reddit. Oh, those Reddit. two were Reddit. Those two were, those two were Reddits. Um, yeah, you went to Reddit. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, yeah. I God. didn't know anything. I literally said the infamous words, how hard could it be? Like, I knew nothing about comics, making comics. Right. Um, and then I jumped into it like a complete utter moron. Um, hired a couple of people and spent a fortune. And then it was like, oh, I don't like these. And I started over. <laughs> so uh, the only thing that I regret is those that nine grand. I wish I never wasted those. Um, but now I have an amazing artist. Um, and I'm glad it didn't work out with them because he's way better. But um, yeah, it's, it's very hard to find an artist. And I know he's fast, but a lot of people have a hard time finding a fast artist. They have a hard time finding an artist that'll stick around. I mean, he's been doing, he's in the middle of nine now. Um, so yeah, he's hopefully going to stay around. I, I obviously, I, I can't be sure I'm not psychic, but he says he will. So here's hoping, but it's, this has already got 45 issues written. I have, I have a hundred issues written already, but 45 of them is for this series. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, 36 more to go. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm happy you are successful in your life and your marriage and your business. But in terms of being an entrepreneur, you absolutely suck. 
<laughs> I do. I do. If you went to but, Shark Tank and said you lost 60,000, they would be like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I I jumped into it without any knowledge whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't known Pops yet. Pops has helped me. I didn't know uh, anything. I didn't even know Kickstarter was a thing when I started. I always um, saw Kickstarter as something that where people funded stuff for like that's what college. I thought. Yeah, yeah, same here. I know it's for yeah. comic books. Yeah. Some random person on Reddit told me, uh, yeah, do Kickstarter. I'm like, isn't that crowdfunding for like, you know, starting a business or something? They're like, nope, mm-hmm. comics do it all the time. I was like, really? Um, but yeah, Kickstarter has been a lifesaver and uh it's worked really well for me. Uh I I mean but times are tough and I have them so often. I have a Kickstarter every other month that my loyal, my fans are really loyal, but broke. <laughs> so it's very okay. hard to get uh, a lot of uh, all the time, but um, I'm very lucky so far. So, but I don't, I don't know how long it'll go. I mean, it might not go the whole 35 or more or 45, whatever, but I'm hoping so. I'm definitely going to um, book one and book two. There's five books. Book one and book two will be done. Um, and book three is my favorite. So that'll be done. If I'm mm. at all possible, so uh, four and five, we'll see um, how it goes. And your husband is really supportive of your. He's very endeavor. supportive. The mm. tricky part, though, is for book two, I hired a colorist and a letterer, which makes the books a thousand dollars more per issue. Um, so it's a lot trickier uh, now, um, but uh, I figure I have to try it out. So we'll mm-hmm. see how it works. I don't know. So. What was the inspiration for your story, actually? So, um, Resident Evil 2. So, my this is everything that's in my story. It's Buck mm-hmm. of the Vampire Slayer, Supernatural, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Good Omens, and Evil Dead are all wrapped into the story. But it was mostly Resident Evil and Supernatural that were the, and Silent Hill that were the three biggest in the beginning. It's what started it. Um, and then I role played the story um for two years before i decided to make a comic book from it um the unique thing about our story is since we were role players when you're reading the story everything seraphina is written by me and everything from draven is written by my co-writer so the two main characters are written by two different people so um you get that unique personality between the two of them so after after your stories, so how do you go about crafting your characters? Actually, um, they well, they just I just kind of write. I don't put a, <laughs> I <laughs> don't really think ahead when I write. I sit down and I write, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it just kind of gets written. I don't even know what I'm writing half the time. Like I did a chapter yesterday, and I wrote, I don't know, six thousand words with the two chapters, and um, yeah, I had no idea what I was writing before I started it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just play it by ear. I like, I have a general, yesterday I had no idea whatsoever. Usually I have a general idea of the direction I'm taking. But yesterday we just decided to do uh, a prequel issue that we hadn't planned or talked about. And we're like, yeah, we'll just do it. Uh, And we finished the whole issue yesterday. So um, it's, uh, most issues are around 10,000 words. So it's it's about 10 or 11. Uh, So yeah, we write it all in novel form first and then we convert it to scripts. Okay. And you have a website, right? So if anyone wants to buy issue number one, they could do that, right? Uh, so the they can. It's worthychaoscomics.com. But actually on our Kickstarter, you can just buy issue one. If you go to our Kickstarter, we have issue one as a PDF, issue one printed. And then we have all the back issues and variants as add-ons. So you can get uh, the current issue or you can get one. Uh, and a lot of people, there's a couple people that got just one. Uh, we have a catch-up tier for 20 bucks. You get uh, the PDF of all uh, seven issues that are out. Uh, you get the black and white and the colored version. So you get 14 PDFs. Plus, we passed our stretch goal of 20 PDFs from independent creators. So you also get 20 additional issue ones, PDFs. Um, and um, we have a catch-up tier printed, which is $59 with all the printed um issues one through seven and the pdfs one through seven and uh buttons and and all this stuff uh keychains and stickers and all that so it comes with a lot of stuff for 59 dollars um that's our most popular tier uh, and then we have one main cover and two variants okay. well technically three variants because um one has two versions of it so this is worthy chaos redemption <laughs> the horror 
adventure. Okay. Like that's okay. I don't see a lot of people doing a lot of these uh genres actually in uh indie comics. It's usually pretty standard ones, honestly. Yours yeah. is you know di- a little bit of a, of a I'll say a mixture of like video games, yep, inspiration and horror. That's pretty cool. I, I like yeah. it actually. Yeah. Current issues right here. That's crazy because you said you're on book just two right now, right? Well, this is an issue. Well, okay, so this is book one, which contains one through seven. So over the past year, I've released every other month about one through seven. Okay. Um, book two will start January eighth, which is uh, it'll be chapter one, but Technically, it'll be issue eight and nine are coming out. Uh, so next year, they'll be out uh, January 8th and then February 27th and then every other month. Okay. God. Ugh. God guys getting stabbed. Oh, what is wrong <laughs> with you and love and violence? Oh, my God. Okay. Going through all this stuff. You actually hit uh, – you're pretty good. At, you said you had a, a big audience or a audience for this. You said you had hit a, your stretch goal. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, good. I actually hit the first two stretch goals. So you get 20 PDFs and a glossy trading card of Anubis. Um, and then I think we're only $192 away from uh, the next stretch goal. So there's the stretch goal. So you get all those PDFs. Okay. Um, and then the next one is the card. You can see that's the trading card. That looks really cool. Yeah, it's a, an incredibly, it was the cover for issue six. And, and it's a metal too that you can get in the add-on. It's awesome. So we're almost to the magnet. And we probably don't have time to get to the um, army men, but there's army anumis men too. Okay. Wow. So you are all put together here, actually. Yeah. After uh, the artist uh, shambles you went through, you're like, okay, I, I got to be put together on this one. I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So where did you actually meet Popsad? Because he, uh, I, I, I saw him on Twitter. Actually, he was on the show at, at some point. I got to have him on again. Great guy, actually. He said he had this, YouTube channel where he has a bunch of shows, and I was like, "How many shows this man got? Man has a thousand shows. People, this man is just insane." Yeah, he's actually on. Uh, he's trying to get it moved over to Roku. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to go to Kickstarter, and you can just search Roku, and it shows up. Uh, and they're fifty percent way to the goal. Um, so they just they need a little bit more push to go. But um, he's trying to get the channel over there because you're not censored, and you know you can have your own channel. There's a there's a tier that you get your own channel, which is what I I pledged on. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got, he's got a whole, uh, army of shows over there. Uh, I don't know how he keeps up with all of it, but yeah, I met Pop through Lori, yeah. uh, Catella. Um, she did Path of the Pale Rider and, oh, um, yeah, I had Lori on. She's great. Yeah. She's amazing. Actually what happened was, so when I was on Twitter originally, that's where I started. Um, I didn't tell anyone I was a girl because I didn't know how it would be perceived to have a girl, especially in horror. So I didn't tell anybody. So, in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was called bro and um, you know son all the time. Um, but I met her through somebody else, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a girl," and I was like, "Oh, you're a girl in horror. Should I like?" tell anybody and she's like yeah you can tell me you got to be on shows and i was like i gotta be on shows so i was actually on her show and i met pops and by the time i met pops we were two days away from uh from um ending the campaign and he's like what am i supposed to do with two days and he goes off and he goes on this whole uh you know uh tirade of trying to 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 get me more funding so he worked his butt off for those two days so i i've always appreciated that and he's always been there to back me up and and uh, support me. So I, I love Pops. He's amazing. And it's going to be really, I think people got to understand building like any social media up from the ground floor is just so hard. Actually, I was thinking about potentially making a Facebook fan page too, like he does. And even just, I was constantly going back and forth on this idea earlier today at work, which is, you know, making a TikTok. I, was, I, said, well, I hate TikTok. I think TikTok's straight up garbage. Um, yeah. But I, I hate, I, yeah. But the idea I had behind it is the Vivek Ramaswamy idea, which is like, you know what? In order to, there's going to be younger readers there or people that might even like what you're doing. The only way to reach them is to kind of be there. But I, I wouldn't be like on there watching videos. I'd be like, hey, I'm just doing this today. Come check me out. Just, you know, but I, I wouldn't be on it. TikTok is straight. I got it. It's just straight terrible. I don't know how kids like that shit. This shit is garbage, actually. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, it is awful, but yeah. But yeah, um, so if anyone wants to find me on Kickstarter, all they have to do is search Worthy Chaos. 
Uh, I'm the only thing that pops up. Um, and to give a little uh, gist of what it's about, um, you have Seraphina, who's a an angel descendant, and Draven, who's a demon descendant, and they are soulmates from past lives, and they don't remember that or remember who they were. They don't even know they're not human, but we do because we watch through their fathers that are after them. Um, and their fathers are trying to get this angelic weapon that Seraphina was created from, and it has the power of souls. So if they can get it, they can tip the scale of the war towards heaven or hell, depending on if they get it. However, the only way to currently activate it is to kill her and use her soul to power it, um, which, of course, she's not thrilled about. So the whole thing is them trying to survive against whatever their fathers throw at them while they're trapped in a town merging with hell. Um, so there's hellhounds and zombie merman and ghosts and, and Anubis and all sorts of things and zombies and vampires and everything's in there. Um, so it's, it's like a survive. It would make a really great survival video game, which I'm hoping someday to do. I want to, I want a survival horror game like Resident Evil. And I want an animated series if I could have anything I wanted. So I'm pretty sure you're not happy about how the Resident Evil movies and nope. TV shows have panned out. Well, Good Lord. Not Resident Evil, they're crap movies, but I do like <laughs> the CGI ones. So if you've seen, you haven't seen the CGI ones, there's five of them. Mm -hmm. Death Island just came out. They're awesome. Uh, I get mad because Claire and Leon are never together, and they were my two favorite characters. Mm -hmm. um, they almost went on a date on the last one, and then Leon screwed it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was like a political thing, not not our kind of political thing, but they were trying mm -hmm. to fight against something, and they argued about it and whatever. Um, but yeah, it's that's the kind, if I could have any animation, that would be it. That's gorgeous animation. Uh, I doubt I could ever afford that, uh, but it's gorgeous. Um, well, you know what? I can sell myself on OnlyFans for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind. That would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> if I, and even if I pull in six thousand dollars, it's still not enough. It's, no, it's crazy it's that I learned yeah. throughout all this stuff like animation and movies and all that sort of stuff. It costs oh, a yeah. lot. It's of like money. it's like uh, what is it's like thousand a minute or something? I think it's like a thousand oh. a minute. So <sighs> yeah, so the minimum for a show would be like thirty thousand dollars minimum. That's like for the bare minimum. Um, and that's yeah. animation that barely looks decent yeah. with yeah. It's like animation that, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's the kind of animation you you have you can get for free. Um, but yeah, so I, I doubt that's ever going to happen. But um, as long as I get my comic books, I'm happy. And uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to try as hard as I can. But uh, seven's already out and book one's done. Uh, mm -hmm. I already have them printed. They're here. Um so I don't do a Kickstarter till I have them in hand. So I know there's good quality and that people will get their comic books right away. So there's no waiting. You'll get them within five to 10 days after. You're actually the second person I've had on that's done that where they spend the money that they have to actually make the book. So that way, when the campaign is done, you could just already ship it because there is a reason why I typically don't back is because why well, I know I have to wait for the book. You know, yeah. I, as a person, I just don't like that, you know, yeah. and I get it. I don't, I, I don't hate, I don't hate the process. I get it's how you make this is how it goes. But, you know, like, cause what if people start backing books more and more and more and people like don't ship in it within like, let's say two years. Cause yeah. just anything could happen. And you're like, you wasted money on a book. You still haven't gotten in over two years. I would oh, feel yeah. very bad about that. You know, it's awful. It really is. Um, but that's why I do it. I, I pretty much ship my books out. The uh, everything but variants get shipped the, the mm -hmm. day of or the next day mm -hmm. that it ends. Um, variants get shipped within five to 10 days because I, that's the only thing I don't order because I don't know how many of the people will buy. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to order. Uh, so my campaign ends Tuesday. I'm probably going to, order them uh tomorrow actually uh or sunday sunday i'll order them so we'll see yeah and you know uh seeing how does it feel to like see the actual book in your hands your own creation? i love it more than anything i can't even explain it but i even, ordered even like, your dogs <laughs> yeah um I, I have i'm getting a hardcover that's my goal is to get the hardcovers done mm -hmm. and that that's going to be so permanent, you know, like I, I, I got to feel the hardcover. Um, that's, that's, I, I was like, anyone can make floppies, which is not easy to make. I don't mm -hmm. like anyone can make a floppy, but to have it, um, to have a hardcover. So, and the hardcover is going to be issues one through seven and 222 pages. So uh, it will not. I love hardcovers. Hardcovers yeah. take so much money. I love hardcover books. I do, but yeah. that's a lot of money. I was, uh, damn, I love getting me some, uh, God, what do they call them? They all, for Marvel, we call them Omnibus buses. Getting them yeah. MSRP is like $120 some dollars. And people say, people don't spend like, you know, Eric July had his 
campaign of ice on launch people like oh 35 dollars for a book is too much and like you people just don't know anything tell me you don't know about spending money without spending money having a pull list of like five characters is literally about 40 bucks yeah i'm actually selling it for 39 because mm -hmm. um i am not getting a soft cover and i wanted everyone that wanted one to get one so i mm -hmm. took a price between soft cover and hardcover because mm -hmm. uh, most hardcover independents are 55 dollars yeah. each so 39, I thought was a pretty good uh, balance to do. Um, and hopefully people want it. Um, we'll see how it works out. I have, I, um, I hired a DC artist to do the cover and the back cover and, and um, Ken Hunt who worked on 10 years, Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn. And um, I don't know if you know Lady Be Death Universe, but the uh, interior colorist CC Dela Cruz is the one that colored them for me. So. Good God. You just, yeah, the artwork on this looks great, honestly. I thank you. Yeah. And the thing here is, since you said you're dyslexic, how did you go about writing then? It, it, uh, I started as, so when I started first writing 17 years ago or 18 now, I guess, mm -hmm. um, I started as a one liner. So I, I had to work my way up. I was a one liner for two years. Then I was like 200 words a reply. That was huge for two years. And now I can write 6,000 words. So um, I've gotten a little bit better. <laughs> but uh, it's sometimes tricky. Um, but generally, I just I just kind of write and and that's it. So, yeah. I, I like told you, you have <laughs> a, uh, you know, you're born with that, that and you managed to, you know, push through it and to get your, you know, book done. I think you understand. We're gonna have things wrong with us. We're not probably, and we're not getting sent back to a factory to get redone. So, you know. Yeah. You're going to have to be able to push through that. And I tell people, when you're creating something, you know, there's days where I come home, I'm completely dead, burnt inside after work and <laughs> coming on here and, you know, yeah. got to do the shows, but got to just push through it. That's just, that's just how it happens. You know, want to make it yeah. big. Well, going to have to, there's be days where you don't want to do it. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, um. God. But then uh, what other things have you seen from the indie comic space, actually? Like, there's, there's all these creators going at each other's throats now. So weird. Um, I've seen a couple, but the ones that I hang around with the most are super supportive. So I'm mm -hmm. very lucky that it's a supportive community for me. Um, I have a um, Facebook group called Worthy Chaos Redemption. It has like 715 members and everyone can post their own stuff. So you can post your... Uh, podcast, your Kickstarters, your mm -hmm. work if you're an artist, commissions, whatever. Because uh, I like to support the indie communities and and they've mm -hmm. supported me, so uh, I I really appreciate that. Um, so I'm lucky. I'm lucky in that it's not very competitive for me. Um, it's more supportive, mm -hmm. um, and I try to support as many as I can. That's why I think I have like I think I've backed like 96 so far. So um, I, uh, I I back I back who I can. But uh, yeah, yeah, backing is—it's quite a bit. You start backing a lot of it's just like holy crap, that's a lot of money spent. It's yeah. the thing is, we're you're kind of in like a boutique industry where people have to pay like more of a premium for like a better quality product. It's kind of like so to speak. So you know, I tell people, hey, if you want to seek out other entertainment, well, that's this is what it means doing. You know, people are gonna have to get out and create their own entertainment. Actually, you know, oh, we're also on Halloween. I know you like horror, so. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday is Halloween, everyone. We're gonna have our Halloween stream, obviously. You know, Halloween is my favorite holiday of the year. I used to be as a kid, as other things, but you know, as a kid, you grow up and you're like, you know what? Holidays stink because I have to work. So, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street three. It's uh, first movie I ever saw when I was six. <laughs> I saw the marionette scene where the heroin addict was being. Mm -hmm played with the veins and all that stuff. And that, that was it. That's all it took for me to get obsessed with horror. So that's it. That's it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. If your favorite horror franchise would be nightmare on Elm street, right? I think it's the most consistent. Obviously mm -hmm. every uh, franchise has its ups and downs, but mm -hmm. I think out of all the ones that I watch, I can watch the most of that franchise. Um, I also love Shaun of the dead. Uh, and I like the first wrong turn. Um, I do not like that franchise. It's it's more that like franchise porn. is dude. It, <laughs> it's a something. I'll say that the it's first porn. one is interesting. The first one yeah. is kind of like it's not terrible. It's you know it's one of those like okay I see what you're doing here. It's like B quality horror movie level 
right? Well, I have a crush on Faith <laughs> from from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, I love everything she does. But also, they don't seem to do things as stupidly as mm -hmm. some. You know, like they 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 do make uh, say like let's not go into that house because deliverance mm -hmm. and blah blah blah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I do I do like that. Um, but I love Elijah Dusskus. Uh, I loved Buffy, and then she was like the one I loved in, in Buffy. So I, I watch it for her. But I also like it that it's not overly stupid. I don't know if you've seen Cabin in the Woods, but that was cool I too. Because, yeah, I loved Cabin in the Woods. I like the the way they handled the things underneath and mm -hmm. and uh, all that stuff. The ending was a little weird. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I mean, she should have just uh, done it. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I, I do. I like older horror movies. I'm not a fan of the newer ones. Like I saw the Terrifiers and I just, they don't do anything for me. Um, I don't like gore for the sake of gore. I want it to be a, mm -hmm. a story, you know. Mm -hmm um so which is like mine like there's gore but it's not gore for the sake of gore it's part of the story the hot so. naked ladies getting butchered <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what i need Unfortunately, there's no nudity in my story um Dang it. yeah <laughs> i know it sucks um but uh she does wear a nurse outfit for two issues in book two so there's that um <laughs> but uh yeah so but well, uh, I'm gonna wrap it up here because I gotta go do something. My wife's coming home. I don't have a wife. I'll just go talk to my body pillow. Guys, I'm just joking. These are all just jokes. <laughs> so, any uh, special shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular and anything else you want to say before we head out? Um, I would say follow Path of the Pell Rider because they're amazing. Um, Rob Mortari with Night Wolf is coming out. Issue eight will be out uh, sometime in November, either the 8th or 18th, like that. But they're on pre launch, so go add them um and go back mine <laughs> so yeah those three are the, the best ones to, to follow that's how that all right and yeah. hope, hope, hope have a great weekend everybody and make sure to get out there and create if you have a creative uh aspiration of anything you want to do you know can't just sit around going man i would love to do this no instead of dreaming about it or wondering or daydreaming about it get out there and do it and we'll see you guys later. Have a great day, everyone. Good